1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. At least 18 Afghan soldiers have been killed after their checkpoint came under attack by Taliban insurgents in western Farah province. Commander of U.S. Forces in Afghanistan, General John Nicholson, says the work isn't done yet. We expect the enemy to continue uh, with these horrendous attacks, and we will work hard uh, with our Afghan security uh, counterparts and teammates to help uh, protect the civilians of Afghanistan as much as possible. We have work to do, to be honest. We have work to do right here in Kabul. And we're doing that work. The Islamic State group is claiming responsibility. The Reverend Billy Graham's body heading to his hometown of Charlotte this hour as part of a procession expected to draw crowds of well-wishers. The procession began this morning at a mountain chapel at the training center operated by his evangelistic association in Asheville. It ends later this afternoon in Charlotte. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt is for arming teachers. Properly trained teachers ought to be allowed to carry. I talked to Betsy DeVos about it. It's a it's a local option. You don't go to a major event anymore without armed officers around you. You don't even go to a major church anymore without armed security in the uh, congregation. That uh, schools are, are free of protection is astonishing to me. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Good afternoon. Glad to have you joining us here on The Patriot. It's just after 2 p.m., the second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next tomorrow at 2 p.m. Tune in for the closer, Brad Carlson. And for the best economic insight, it's the King Banyan Show every Saturday and Sunday morning at 9 a.m. over on Business 1440. The snow is going to start up soon here. A winter storm warning goes into effect later this afternoon. We're going to get 2 to 4 inches this afternoon and 3 to 5 inches overnight into Sunday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. We are making talk radio great again. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog shot in the dark dot info. Also, Brad Carlson uh, heard every Sunday from two to three on our uh, here on AM twelve eighty the Patriot, and King Banyan heard on our sister station AM fourteen forty the Businessman every Saturday morning from nine to eleven. The best uh, radio program on economics anywhere in the country, ergo the world. Uh, tune him in on on the fourteen forty. Uh, as we hipsters call it. Uh, but again, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotsinthedark.info. And someone pointed out, they noticed years ago, that my blog output goes up, way up, when we are facing a threat to the Second Amendment. And it's true. It's, it's a hot-button issue to me, not just because I like my guns. Because I don't own any guns, and the idea of shooting anyone completely terrifies me, so I would never, ever do it. And that's... My story, I don't own any guns. And if I did, they would fall in the lake. No, no, I don't own any. But <laughs> but on the other hand, it, as I've said on the show before, and I will no doubt say again, the right to keep and bear arms to the part of this society that takes 
The right to keep and bear arms seriously is a key, vital, important part of being a citizen. A citizen, of course, going back to the original Latin root, is someone who is capable of self-governance and someone who has the powers and privileges and rights and responsibilities of governing themselves and, and sharing in the task of governing each other. And if you take any of those rights, of those powers, of those responsibilities away, then you're not a citizen. You are a subject. You are. And by the way, if you look in the constitutions of, of most, if not all, European countries, while they pay some lip service to the notion of citizenship, they basically see the they basically enshrine the idea that the citizen is a subject of the government, and the government's going to be benign and friendly and has a warm fuzzy coating on it, but you're a subject. And to about half of this country, overwhelmingly concentrated in the red states, that is gospel. And to about half of this country, concentrated in the blue counties and cities, it's not. It's something so strange as to be imponderable. And it got me me and a few friends of mine thinking. I got an email that I'm going to redact a bit um, the other day, earlier today actually, i got an email that I'm going to redact just a little bit here from a friend of mine who, who I've known for a while. I've known to have been an activist on the issue for quite some time and who is more knowledgeable about the issue than I am. That's not going to narrow it down much. Uh, and he wrote this, and it, and it mirrors my thoughts pretty closely these days. Something very frightening happened in the last 24 hours. Almost all the companies using NRA affiliation programs have stopped car rental uh, programs, insurance programs, even security companies. The companies, Hertz Rent-A-Car was one of them, couldn't bear the nagging. The anti-gunners got themselves some scalps. They'll try to keep the momentum going through the anti-gun protest plan on the 24th of March. The antis are now out to deplatform the NRA. They are pestering YouTube and other platforms like it to remove NRA content. And if you don't think that matters, think again. Access is vital. Access to the big platforms that, that people actually go on and use is vital, especially when dealing with the, the younger generation, who, by the way, as we reported a few weeks ago on this broadcast and in my blog, tend so far to be more pro-Second Amendment than their elders. Access matters. The NRA has run a very canny, savvy social media campaign. But, my friend writes, I'm willing to bet that last night's vigil in Lakeville had more attendees than attended John Lott's speech to the Republicans in Lakeville. Turnout matters. Well, that's true. I couldn't make it last night. The bug that I had uh, scuppered my plans for the evening, which started out as a pretty busy evening before Linda Blair took over. And, yeah, the, the, the anti's vigil across the street... Uh, did draw more people than the, the, the than the John Lott speech itself. Didn't help that Jason Lewis bagged out on the speech. Uh, we need to have a word with uh, Congressman Lewis about that. But, uh, yeah, he's right. Turnout matters. There's reason to be worried. This isn't about dead kids. This is a brazen witch hunt against gun owners. They mean it, and they've got a mob. And, and by the way, I mean, he's absolutely right. And and what we're seeing, by the way, if you are a gun owner, 
if you were, are in any way an activist on the Second Amendment issue, you probably remember the glory days, times like 1998 or 1988 when Alan Spear tried, or 1989, when Alan Spear tried to introduce an assault weapons ban. And two dozen antis showed up against 600 of the good guys. And even though the Democrats controlled everything in Minnesota at that time, uh, except for the governor's office, and given that it was uh, Rudy Perpich back then, uh, not Rudy Perpich, um, what was his name? Yeah, it was Rudy Perpich back then. He was probably more pro-gun than, than his successor, uh, Arnie Carlson. It went nowhere, and as, as it should. Because 600 of us, even though the, the Democrats played their usual games with, with scheduling the hearings and uh, making sure that it was almost impossible. This is before the Internet, by the way. Only Al Gore had the Internet back then. And it was almost impossible to find out. It was, it was an amazing feat of logistics to get 600 people from coming in from out state to know where to go and when to be there. And we pulled it off. And you probably remember the hearings back in 2003 over shall issue reform when we outnumbered the bad guys uh, 10 or 15 to 1 in the Senate chambers. And you probably remember the hearings in 2013 where there were maybe two dozen of them versus hundreds and hundreds of us. Two overflow rooms full of maroon T-shirts from the Minnesota Gun Owners Civil Rights Alliance. Hundreds of the good guys up against dozens of them. And, and it was easy to get complacent because we just kept winning, and we still keep winning. Bear in mind, we still have a pro-Second Amendment majority, uh, bipartisan Second Amendment majority in the Minnesota legislature. Uh, what you're seeing going on right now is, is, is mostly PR and window dressing, but it's important PR and window dressing. The, 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 there's a number of bills uh, coming up that are being proposed that are they're going to go nowhere. They're not, I mean, the, the Republicans control the Public Safety Committee, so these, these bills are going nowhere. And it is all about optics. The, the, bat, the, the gun grabbers want to have pictures on the evening news of hundreds of dreamsicles in their little orange T-shirts flooding into the, uh, into the Senate chambers and the House uh, chambers. And they... Unlike previous years, they will have them because there's been one, really two huge change. Well, one huge change has brought several smaller changes with it. The big change is Michael Bloomberg, guy's worth between thirty and forty billion dollars, ponying up fifty, sixty million dollars a year to support gun control groups is pocket change for him. He has that much money in the cushions behind his couch. It takes nothing for him. He, he spent a million dollars in Minnesota in the 2016 elections. Didn't win a single race by himself. Hired six full-time staffers to beat the bushes to get uh, people with ELCA hair into their orange T-shirts to come out to safe neighborhoods uh, where yuppies can roam free um, in the gentrified uh, regions of, of downtown Minneapolis. And, it's e and I'm making fun of them now. It's easy to do. But remember what I just said about half a dozen full-time employees on payroll? This is a huge change. Because money, when one aside has all the money it needs, it can hire people. And it can hire people who have experience in ginning up outrage and turnout. This is what they do for a living. And so that's what we had this last night in Lakeville, the... I think it'd be safe to say that the vigil across the street from the Lakeville Community Center 
from the pictures I saw, they significantly outnumbered the audience at the lot rally. And everyone was polite. More on that in a moment here. But there were no incidents, no episodes, because the antis, by the way, have learned that. They learned that they learned the same thing that we Second Amendment people have learned years and years ago, and that's keep the weirdos away. I mean, there are some, let's be honest, there are some weirdos, the people who show up in their, in their camouflage and their, their blaze orange to Senate hearings. Um, and there are, I'll try to, because they were barred by the rules that GOKRA and, and groups before it had, a very good thing. And the, the, the dreamsicles have learned the similar lesson over the years. Keep the creeps and the weirdos away. And there's a few of them on their side. <laughs> there are. Uh, and they're kind of shuffled at the back of the picture these days. And sorry to say, folks, they are out-organizing us and out-passioning us, at least now, and certainly out-spending us. They are... They they have they they they've got the initiative right now, and it on the one hand it always feels like they have in the initiative the the upper hand after an episode like like Parkland, like Sandy Hook like like whatever, but you're starting to see the effects of all of this money, all of this organization, all of this. I hate to say it, but it's true. Talent on their side, this talent at bringing people out to exert their passion to take away your civil rights. My friend writes, yep, they've got a mob. The mob, about half the people we know, is listening to leadership that does not recognize the legitimacy of the last election and will not work with past social norms. They are attempting a Maoist cultural revolution or a Nazi putsch. Well, they don't give a, a darn about law or society. They want to feel good about themselves. Ruining someone helps. And he went on, uh, my friend went on to say a few other things. I'll save those because that's the, the bulk of it here. <clears throat> they, they, they do have a mob. And I've been saying this for years. It's hard to argue with them because they are not bound by fact. They're not bound by truth. They will say whatever, you know, these paid activists will say whatever it takes to get people up, up and outraged, whether it's true or not. In fact, there's, there's a case to be made that they don't really have to care about the truth because it play, telling a lie plays into their... Uh, into their plans because it takes three seconds to tell a lie and five minutes to refute it. What do you think people are listening to? Well, we saw that last night in Lakeville. We're seeing it in our society today. We saw it on CNN this past week. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. 
Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Are you listening to Jesus? Do you know what he said? Do you have any idea what the signs of his return are? There isn't much emphasis in most churches today about the return of Jesus Christ, yet it is the next great event on God's calendar. God started to prepare for this event in 1948, and he established the state of Israel. Recently, President Trump furthered that process when he established plans to move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, acknowledging Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. God is getting the land ready to receive the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The Bible is clear that the work Jesus did on the cross is the message of salvation. But when he comes again, he's coming as a ruling conqueror. Are you ready? For more information, visit our website and listen to our full-length program anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen. And it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. So we're starting to see, uh, in in the previous segment I noted that we're, we're starting to see the results of the left's investment, and it has been an investment, long-term investment, uh, in whipping up their crowd, organizing their crowd in, uh, in pursuit of major gun control. And, and, and they will say, by the way, we're not, nobody's coming for your guns. Well, yeah, they, no, they are. They are eventually. Not now. They know if they say it right now in as many words uh, to a general audience, they will extinct every Democrat between... Uh, that, that isn't in a major metro area between the Hudson and the Sierra Madre overnight. But just as clearly as a lawnmower going through a cabbage patch. But that's the goal. And we, we saw a bit of what the future holds for us. I mean, it's, it's been what the past has held for us for years. The primacy of emotion and browbeating. And I hate to call it virtue signaling because it goes beyond that. It's It's a little bit about more... Emotional bullying and bludgeoning. It happened on CNN this past week. David Harsani covered it in National Review. CNN recently hosted an anti-gun town hall featuring a number of grieving children and parents from Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, who aimed their ire 
At the National Rifle Association, politicians peripherally associated with the NRA and anyone who didn't say exactly what they wanted to hear. It was an event where a student could compare Senator Marco Rubio uh, to a mass murderer and question when our, whether NRA spokesman Dana Lesh truly cares about her children without ever being challenged. I hope, says David Harsani, that CNN got the ratings it was looking for because it's almost guaranteed NRA membership and gun sales are going to spike. Oh, yes, they are. Between all the demonizing, heckling, sophistry, gaslighting, platitudes, and emotional appeals, members of the crowd, people who should never have been the target of conspiracies or ad hominem attacks, but shouldn't be exempted from a real debate either, booed a rape survivor's story and cheered at the idea of banning, quote, every semi-automatic rifle in America, end quote. Maybe someone will ask him whether they support banning every semi-automatic in America, period, since the latter is responsible for the preponderance of gun homicides. One death is too many, after all, if it saves just one life. Oh, because that, it's semi-automatic handguns that are responsible for the vast majority of the murders, most of them carried out in the furtherance of a criminal enterprise, uh, one or another, in this country every year. The hundreds, nay, thousands killed every year in the usual suspects, Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Newark, Camden, St. Louis, New Orleans, the usual list. Whatever the case, says David Harsani, these young people are about to get hit by harsh reality because banning semi-automatic rifles or handguns is not, the, is not only impractical and likely unconstitutional, but for many millions of Americans who worry about the Second Amendment, also highly undesirable. Yet, a star-studded lineup of liberals, many of whom are funding the activism of Parkland students with big checks, cheered with them. Do they all agree that every semi-automatic rifle in America should be banned? Do they agree that anyone who supports legal semi-automatic rifles has blood on their hands? Someone with access should ask. Well, of course they do. I mean, I've heard this from my emotion-driven liberal friends who, in the immediate aftermath of the shooting called before the blood had dried for banning all semi-automatic weapons period all of them i mean i had one who said everyone should get a single shot rifle or a revolver and that's it it's all you need for self-defense which is great as long as criminals are obliging enough to come into your house one at a time preferably unarmed Anyway, back to David Harsani. What we do know is the entire liberal political class couldn't stop praising the activism and lack of cynicism displayed by these kids, a selective admiration reserved for those who coincidentally align with their positions. These kids were indeed earnest, even if they were generally uneducated about gun laws, legal process, and the underpinning of the Second Amendment, which is to be expected. Boy, is it ever. (laughs) Is it ever to be expected in our society? I'm not going to say that I came out of high school in rural North Dakota in, in 1981 with a comprehensive understanding of the rights of man, of, of the Federalist Papers, of the reasons behind uh, why the Bill of Rights was the Bill of Rights. I won't. I was fairly well read, and I couldn't have probably answered the question. Uh, and I was one of the kids who loved history and loved civics and, and loved government class. I loved to learn about that stuff. Uh, granted, I was left of center at the time, which may have had something to do with it. I didn't vote for Reagan until I was 21. And that was a that took a few years of, of, of wrangling to get there myself. But uh, 
the kids today, as, as dubiously educated as I may have been, and let's be honest, as, as you and I, if you're of a certain age, may have been in high school, certainly we got through college if you went to college or, or spent some time learning, reading on your own about things like due process, about the Federalist Papers, about the rights of man, about 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 why we have a Bill of Rights, and in particular a Second Amendment, you came to know this in a way that kids today just do not. They are not taught any of this stuff. And indeed, whether in high school or college, they are taught these days that airing of grievances is more important than knowing your facts. David Harsani. The kids were indeed earnest, even if they were generally uneducated. Those who use them as political shields, on the other hand, are cynical. Those who put them on TV to participate in a national airing of grievances are cynical. Those who point to the bodies of victims and argue with every American who refuses to accept the left's framing of the issue are the ones who, to them, deserve contempt. What we've learned from the events of this past few days is that most liberals are uninterested in a holistic answer to school shootings, a unique problem detached from general violent crime, rates of gun ownership, region, or age. While there is no cure-all, a mix of improved background checks, a, a better reporting system, better law enforcement reaction to threats, more community involvement, and mental health reform could lower the number of such shootings. Pulling back from the massive wall-to-wall coverage which certainly helped, David Harsanyi says probably, I say certainly helps glorify those shooters for the next madman, also might help. We, we talked about that last week, how Cruz himself pointed out the fact that he learned a little bit here and there from every previous mass shooter. And apparently learned it well enough to carry out his evil deed and walk out, well, maybe run out under his own power. He was arrested later. But there was nothing that could be done about it by that point. David Harsanyi goes on to say, yet as far as I can tell, banning or inhibiting gun ownership seems to be the only answer for the left. For instance, while we can never truly quantify how many shooters are dissuaded by new laws or restrictions, what we do know, uh, some mass shooters can be stopped by armed Americans. It happens all the time. Why shouldn't teachers and others who have a constitutional right to protect their homes and families do the same for their students. The dismissive, sneering reaction to this idea by most of the media and Democrats was telling. Now, I understand some Americans don't want to send their kids to school with armed teachers. That should be their choice. But the idea that a trained concealed carry permit holder or guard couldn't possibly stop or mitigate the damage done by a mass shooter defies reality. And in fact, as I've been saying for years, the, the gun control debate on the left is defined and led by lies, big lies that are repeated often enough that otherwise intelligent people start to believe them. And this is one of many lies that has been switched up to overdrive this past week. You saw the generally incompetent Mike Mullen this past week write one of his, in the city pages, write one of his snarky little missives about how uh, arming teachers is just a terrible idea. I, I'm going to be writing about that on my blog this week because this uh, was a particularly awful piece of work, um, particularly misinformed, stupid, and let's be honest, uh, parroting the usual big lies that Big Left is inducing its its puppets to parrot. Uh, more on Shot in the Dark this next week. None of it actually addresses the fact that, that it has worked. It does work. It has had, in fact, 
And in fact, the, the most important fact about how it works is that it, it, it will deter mass shooters. I said that last hour. I'll say it again. The idea that someone in the building can end a mass shooter's life, to say nothing of their spree, is enough to deter the shooting from ever happening on your turf, in your school, in your bar, in your city. Because it is a fact that the vast majority of, of mass spree killings, not mass shootings, but spree killings, happen in gun-free zones. It's a truism that big left is doing its best to obscure, to draw people away from. Now, my friend's email, and it ties in nicely to a piece that National Review came out with this past week that um, really, between the two, the email and the article by David French kind of caught me right where I live. Uh, David French came out with an article on the 22nd, two days ago, called The Gun Control Debate Could Break America. And it, it summed up something I've been thinking for a while here. Uh, the slug line is a, a, a rage more personal than political exists on both sides and poses real danger to the ties that bind us as a nation. And it's a brilliant piece that, that people on both sides of the debate should read, if indeed they care. And I, I do, in fact, believe that, uh, that the people driving the debate on the left and some on the right don't much care about getting to the facts. Everyone, all of them benefit from, from people being uninformed and angry. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. According to a recent survey, these are the top barriers to company growth. Finance takes too long to close the books, too slow to launch new products, hiring and keeping good people, systems not talking to each other. They should look at the number one business and financial system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite tracks and manages your revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce from a dashboard on your phone. Go to NetSuite.com radio to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. NetSuite.com radio. You like freedom? I do. You like money? Well, I do too. You like freedom and money, and you're going to love freedom checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard that right, $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. And if Doug can do this, I've got a hunch that you can too. But here's the thing. If you want the chance to grab your full fair share of this $34.6 billion payout, you must have your ducks in a row by March 1st. So don't wait. Get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the March 1st deadline. That's freedomchecks123.com. 
The national debt is now over $20 trillion. What happens next? Rising inflation, drops in the dollar's value. Some experts say another crash is coming. You can fight this, not with stocks or bonds, but with gold and silver coins in an IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. Call 855-858-5807 and learn how an IRA backed by physical gold and silver can hedge against inflation. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now at 855-858-5807 and get a free gold IRA guide. Call 855-858-5807. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 4488, the number to call. So, big news coming up here, but I can't give you the news, actually. I can just hint that something is coming. We've got one of our Salem Radio events that everyone loves so much coming up. When, Mitch? Soon. Well, well who, who's it going to be? I can't tell you, but you're going to love it. It's going to be worth it. So, reserve. Every night for the next six months, just in case. You don't want to miss this. But yeah, I will be there. Brad Carlson will be there. King Banyan, I believe, will be there. I think I can confirm that. But it's not just the three of us. That might be enough star power to draw any normal person. But this is going to be even bigger. I can't tell you who. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you much of anything else. This is going to be a fun. Be there. I can say you will be doubly blessed if you show up. Oh, we can't say that, though. None of that going on at this event. 651-289-4488. Excuse me. Mitch Berg recovering from uh, Linda Blair moment last night. A little bit of a bug. Can't tell if it was food poisoning or, uh, or a virus of some kind. And it's one of those things where adrenaline has carried me through an hour and a half of the show and will likely carry me up to the top of the hour. And I'm looking at the snow coming in thinking, do I dare just grab like a half hour nap on, in the green room on the couch? Which, by the way, has the most comfortable couch in the history of radio green rooms. I don't think even major networks have couches as comfortable as ours. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. That's how bad it is. And, uh, and, and get, fortifying myself for the drive home or just head right out and, and make it and, and make it home and, and deal with it when I get there. I'm kind of leaning towards just driving home, so stay, stay out of my way. No, I'll be fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'll be perfectly fine on the road, and, and so will you. But it's uh, one of those choices that people have to make. Uh, anyway, we're, we're talking about 
the breakdown of uh, of some of the social norms that have kept people going through 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 an awful lot of difficulty in our society. I, I pointed out by there, there's people who uh, who in, in our society who who say it's never been worse than it is today. And Michael Barone in, in uh, National Review, I've been doing a lot of National Review pieces. Cause they've been on fire this week. Michael Barone pointed out America isn't in the throes of economic uh, and cultural chaos uh, and claims to the contrary are overheated. Study, 90% of Americans strongly opposed to each other. That's the headline on a story that on some days seems to be America's most reliable news outlet, The Onion. We laugh, and, and I did, says Michael Barone, and I did too. Because it strikes a chord, Americans of many different political outlooks today seem united in believing that we are experiencing the worst times in, in the nation's history. President Donald Trump's detractors talk about how he's a neurotic neo-Nazi establishing a dictatorship. Trump's fans talk about the evidence of a deep state that uses secret protocols to undermine voters' choices. Both sides have some cause for complaint, but their claims are overheated. Anyone familiar with the long course of American history, perhaps a smaller category than in times past, amen, knows that whatever our problems, things have been worse, far worse before. And, and Barone's point is that we didn't start taking polls about public opinion, about the state of the nation, really, on a nationwide basis until the 1950s. And the 1950s, say what you will about them, were a golden age for America, a time when Americans were pretty roundly united in support of what America was, in, 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 of its government, of its mission in the world. We had just won a world war. We had just swept the world free, well, at least Europe free, and Japan free of, of fascism, Nazism, totalitarianism. Granted, we, the Russians were still out there, but they were the good guys for a few years yet anyway. And at that time, uh, Americans were, were doing very, very, since we were the only functional economy in the world at the time, it was possible for a high school graduate to step out into the world, get a job attaching headlight bezels at a Ford plant uh, for 40 years and, and put their kids through college and buy a lake home. And, and for a few years, while we were the only functional economy in the world, we, we were able to do that. And then competition came back. Uh, the Germans, the Japanese, the South Koreans, and finally the Indians and the Chinese developed a, an economy that actually functioned. We had to start competing again, and American incomes dropped. American jobs got, got outsourced overseas in a way that they could not have been before. Um, and, and, it's, and, and, and things changed. And Barone makes the very valid point that up to, an, up to the 1950s, before World War II, if there had been Gallup polls about public opinion about the state of the nation in, say, 1935 or 1895, uh, when there was when there were massive social upheavals going on in this country, 1928, 1828, uh, other times when when this country was was churning in a big way, they'd have gotten very different answers. Since everything we compare in terms of public opinion is to a time when public opinion was unnecessary, unrepresentatively rosy, of course things are going to look ugly. Of course things are going to look. Uh, dire compared to the 50s they seem that way but the gun control debate may be the exception and as I pointed out uh, David French who is has been one of the best writers on the subject in recent years points out in a story headlined the gun control uh, debate could break America 
A rage more personal than political exists on both sides and poses real danger to the ties that bind us as a nation. He points out the uh, the, the 90 seconds of hate that was the CNN uh, town hall this past week. Uh, where, by the way, students who came out to speak against gun control were toured to just stick with the script. That's right, CNN had a script for the students. And you can guess what the script said. It was all entirely, 100%, for banning semi-automatic weapons and uh, holding the NRA responsible for all that is evil in the world. It was slanderous, said French. There were millions of Americans who watched all or part of the town hall and came away with a clear message. These people aren't just angry at what happened in their town to their friends and their family members. They hate me. They really believe I'm the kind of person who doesn't care if kids die. And they want to deprive me of the ability to defend myself. I feel that even though I do not own guns. I could never shoot anyone because the thought terrifies me. I get as a Second Amendment advocate, I get that. To some extent from my friends, to a much greater extent from people I run into out and about who really don't know me or the issue. And don't care to, and for whom knowing me or the issue would be a detriment. I get that all the time. The CNN town hall, says David French, uh, might in other circumstances have been easy to write off as an outlier, a result of the still raw grief and pain left in the wake of the Parkland shooting. But it was no less vitriolic than the discourse online where progressives hadn't lost anyone in the attack were using many of the same words as the angry crowd that confronted Marco Rubio and Dana Lesh. The NRA has blood on its hands, they said. It's a terrorist organization. Gun rights supporters, especially those who oppose an assault weapons ban, are lunatics at best, evil at worst. The progressive rage isn't fake. It comes from a place of fierce conviction and sincere belief. Unfortunately, so does the anger response from too many conservatives. Uh, French posts a Twitter uh, a Twitter uh, post for a video for a a fellow named Kalyan Noir, who's an NRA spokesman, who, who tweeted, the mainstream media love mass shootings. I'm going to say it again, the mainstream media love mass shootings. And you, the MSM, just put out the casting call for the next mass shooter. And as we pointed out on the show last week, he's half right. Kalyan Noir is half right. The, the spree killers do feed on media coverage from other spree killings. I, I, I read a tweet the other day from uh, Rachel Stassenberger, who, by the way, has moved to Des Moines to work with as a political editor on the Des Moines Register, who asked, do we really believe that the mainstream media loves mass shootings? And I responded, no, they don't love the death. And I'm sure they would rather find other ways to make themselves relevant than than to than to have mass shootings. But if it bleeds, it leads. And their saturation coverage for going on two weeks now does, as Kalyan Noir says, put out the casting call for the next mass shooter. It's the truth. David French uh, points out, well, I don't live in New York and D.C. I do interact with quite a few members of the mainstream media, from cable hosts to producers to print reporters. I can assure you that this sentiment is every bit as slanderous to their characters as the claim that gun rights supporters don't care when kids are gunned down in schools. Moreover, the video like this runs alongside NRA's hard turn towards Trump and the angry ads that blur the lines between peaceful resistance and anti-fa riots while condemning, quote, the violence of lies from gun control advocates. One thing's for sure. 
Every single conservative who argues that such rhetoric is merely fighting with fire with fire or making the enemy play by its own rules is matched by a progressive who argues the same darn thing. If you're looking for one, you'll never have trouble finding a reason to demonize your opponents. It is so true. My colleague Kevin Williamson has long argued that the gun control debate isn't a matter of policy, but of Kulturkampf. That's a German word for the war to seize control of culture in context. It literally means culture war. But when you wage Kulturkampf, you're trying to seize control of the culture. It's what it is. The mutual disdain isn't limited to vigorous disagreement about background checks. It extends to a perceived way of life. As Kevin says, some progressives believe that firearms are little more than an atavistic enthusiasm for rural primitives and right-wing militia nuts, a hobby that must be tolerated, if only barely, because of some vestigial 18th century political compromise. They do not grasp or care to grasp how gun culture is truly lived in red America. And by the way, some parts of blue America, the part I live in. The low thing isn't one-sided. <clears throat> it's simply false to believe that the haters are clustered on the left side of the spectrum and the right is plaintively seeking greater understanding. Some of us are, but no, it's, it's a mistake. Increasingly, conservatives don't just hate their liberal counterparts. They despise the perceived culture of blue America. They're repulsed by the notion that personal security should depend completely on the government. The sense of dependence is at odds with their view of a free citizenry, and to put it bluntly, they perceive their progressive peers as soft and unmanly. Shot and goal. <laughs> Absolutely. Unlike the stupid hysterics over net neutrality, tax policy, or regulatory reform, the gun debate really is, at its heart, about life and death. It's about different ways of life, different ways of perceiving your role in a nation as a community. And he goes on to say that this is an important enough debate where it could alone, nearly alone, among all the debates facing us, rip this nation apart. And it started me thinking, maybe it's time for Mommy and Daddy to split up. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. When you're hiring, you don't want to sort through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Diana's hired with Indeed. It just gives me so many more qualified applicants to choose from. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Hey, Jan, your favorite cooking.
cooking show is on. The, the one with the mystery box challenge. Oh, I love that one. If you've ever wanted to be on a cooking show, you'll enjoy this half-off deal from Chop Room. For just $900, you'll receive a $1,800 voucher from Chop Room in Minneapolis. It includes a private event for up to 20 people in a cooking challenge, just like on TV. This is the perfect gift for a family gathering, team building, or bachelorette party. To take advantage of this deal, call us at 651-405-8800. Families are discovering a better way to vacation on Tripping.com. One search on Tripping.com lets you filter, compare, and sort homes from the world's top vacation rental sites, so you'll always find the best deal. From furnished beach houses to cozy ski lodges, lakefront cabins to luxury condos in major cities, Tripping.com has them all. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, and more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, and even hot tubs. All the comforts of home, and then some. Best of all, at Tripping.com you'll find more savings, with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. Planning your family's spring break to Florida? Tripping.com. Can't wait to visit Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of a cabin in the Smoky Mountains? Tripping.com. This year, get out of the hotel room and into the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash travel. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash travel. Find your perfect vacation rental on Tripping.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, final segments of a very difficult Northern Alliance. Oh, no, no, adrenaline has carried me through. This doesn't happen often. Don't get sick much. I can remember three Narns in 14 years, almost 14 years. Actually, we're coming up on our 14th anniversary next week. Hard to believe. I can remember three times when I was felt like this on the air. And of course, being a, a thoroughly seasoned professional in this business, I carry through. It's what you do. At least it's what you used to do in this business way back in the old days. And get off my lawn anyway. So <laughs> Terminator, and you, you, you have a, you have some feedback on that statement. <laughs> this is your Jordan flu game. I'm impressed. That's right. That's right. Very good. Uh, yeah, and and I'm down into the eighth quarter of uh, of this Jordan flu game, and uh, and I'm going to carry it off. I'm going to go for the slam dunk here, in fact, but um, from the free throw line. But boy, it's going to be a test of character, and and like all such tests of characters, I will prevail. But we're talking about David French's piece, and I and I the break kind of prevented me from getting to the the the, the money quote. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start back where I started reading here. The the divide, he said, in a a piece entitled The Gun Control Debate Could Break America. He pointed out the divide will not go away and has the potential to break us as a nation, unlike the hysterics over things like net neutrality, tax policy, regulatory reform, walls on the border. Uh, The gun debate really is about life and death. And beyond life and death, I will just add, about about what it means to be an American, what it means to be a citizen, what it means to be a human. It's about different ways of life, different ways of perceiving your role in a nation and a community. Given these immense stakes, extra degrees of charity and empathy are necessary in public discussion and debate. At the moment, what we have instead are new extra degrees of anger and contempt. The stakes are high, emotions are high, ignorance abounds, oh Lord does it ever, why, why bother to learn anything new when you know the other side is evil? And, and it's hard to read 
babble like the the the, the bilge water that that Nancy Nord Bentz puts out, or that Aaron May Quaid writes uh, daily on Twitter about gun owners, or or Jamie Becker Finn writes about gun owners, or Ilhan Omar, or 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 Peggy Flanagan, what they write about gun owners, uh, and and not feel that you as a gun owner are being called evil and and have a similar opposite reaction. But French points out, and this is the money quote, it takes more than a constitution or a government to hold a nation together, really, to hold it together. The ties that bind us as Americans are strong and durable, but the great challenges that formed them are receding into the past. And by the way, I'm going to suggest that that's intentional on the parts of some parts of our society. But again, David French would probably chide me for pointing that out, and so I will withdraw the statement. Geographic differences create cultural differences. It's true. And cultural differences hasten over greater geographic change, like clusters like clusters with like birds of a feather flock together, in other words. And it results in the fury we saw last night, earlier this week, at the 90 Seconds Hate, when one of the bluest communities in America vented its rage at the red emissaries in their midst. A nation cannot endure forever when its people are consumed with such hate. And it's true. It's true. Uh, hate for each other. Uh, complete distrust and, 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 and anger and, and, and complete blocking out of all understanding because your ends justify your means is by no means a monopoly on the left, although I certainly focus on it as part of my job as a conservative pundit. But a little reasonability is called for. And vast swaths of our society, for example, CNN, for example, the Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz, don't want that. And to be fair, there are people on our side, on the good guy's side. I'm not talking about Kalyan Noir. He made an incendiary claim that was about half right. There are other people on our side who, who, who say more incendiary things. And, and let's be honest, if you are a red American shooter, you don't have a very high opinion of blue American non-shooters. It's just a fact. Anyway, could this be the fault line that breaks up the United States? That alone is worth an entire broadcast. Let's go to the phones in St. Paul. John, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the air. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I had to take issue with your comments about letting the uh, police officer off the hook uh, with the excuse of uh, desire for self-preservation. It's been reported now that there were three additional officers that didn't go in. Oh, yeah. The company, their, their department policy is to go in. Now, people say, well, you got handguns against a 223 or an AR-15. True. They didn't know what the weapon was. They only knew that there was gunfire and a lot of students in that building. And they can, we can, this cannot be excused. This is a massive failure all the way from the local police department up until the FBI. And uh, these people need to be held accountable. If oh, they it's- can't go in... If they can't go into these firefights, they need to find something else to do. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I I do not disagree, John, because while I'm I'm not going to call someone a coward for not charging at at, at gunfire, I will call someone not fit to be a police officer if they're not going to do that. By the way, uh, another thing that I found absolutely intolerable was a a blogger, a female blogger, a teacher, uh, said, I didn't sign up to be a teacher to defend kids from spree killers. And it's like, you know, I don't know why you signed up to be a teacher, but as a human being, 
defending the kids should be wired into your DNA. I mean, it's easy to talk tough. It is. It's easy to talk tough, but I would like to think that any normal American with the means to resist, whether it was a gun or a bag of erasers or a desk or a, or a, or a can of bear spray, would resist or even jump in front of the kids to protect them. And and you're right. The, the officer Peterson doesn't belong as a cop. I think he realized he resigned from the force and put in his retirement papers. And like I said, my point, just to make sure I'm absolutely clear here, John, I, I think that uh, I, I'm not going to criticize people who don't. I'm not going to call them cowards per se, because unless you've been in his shoes, uh, it's it's all talk. But on the other hand, that, that is his job. And by the way, for those who say you don't know, go up against a, a, an AR-15 with a handgun, yeah, that's what tactics and training are for, and that's what that's what you do. <laughs> that's and, and, and tactics or training are more than can be can be more than no no guarantees, but can be more than enough to restore that balance and tip it in your favor. If you do the job, which he did not, unfortunately. More next week on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for coming out. Stay warm, Minnesota. God bless you all. God bless America. You like freedom? I do. You like money? Well, I do, too. You like freedom and money, and you're going to love Freedom Checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard that right, $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. And if Doug can do this, I've got a hunch that you can, too. But here's the thing. If you want the chance to grab your full fair share of this $34.6 billion payout, you must have your ducks in a row by March 1st. So don't wait. Get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the March 1st deadline. That's freedomchecks123.com. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big, bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. Just pay return shipping. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. 1-800-915-9272. According to a recent survey, these are the top barriers to company growth. Finance takes too long to close the books, too slow to launch new products, hiring and keeping good people, systems not talking to each other. They should look at the number one business and financial system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite tracks and manages your revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce from a dashboard on your phone. Go to netsuite.com.
netsuite.com slash radio to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. netsuite.com slash radio. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This is AM1240, 